0: Good evening, good evening, good evening. Well, the sun isn't shining, the birds aren't chirping, but you are breathing. And tonight is Monday, December the 13th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornady and welcome to This Is Just a Tonight's word of the night, that sounds odd, is flout, which means to treat with contemptuous behavior, to disregard, or to scorn. Flout. Hope everyone has enjoyed their Monday. Back to work we go, back to work we go. And that's part of the reason why I'm here this evening, Uh, crazy work schedule. When I, when I would usually do it in the morning. I can't. I'm at work in the wee early hours. So I, I, I'm doing it at night. I'm doing it tonight. Uh, just taking some time out to come up here and talk to you guys for a little bit. I haven't talked to you in a while since sometime last week. Just um, a lot is going on in the world. Man, uh, we have a lot going on. Uh, and, and and I know you're going to say, well, why the world are you talking about? Why are you leading with this? Sadly... Sadly, 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 the Bears lost. <laughs> they just did. They lost to the Green Bay Packers, that robbery. Uh, It was a good game, uh, at least from a Bears fan perspective. First half, anyway. Yeah, I was doing all my hollering hooping, and hooping and cussing and falling at the mouth. They, The, the, the first half, they were, they were firing on all cylinders. They were giving it to them. I was like, oh, wow, man, we might pull it off. And then comes the second quarter, <laughs> man. But uh, I will say, uh, uh, Justin Fields—he's young. He's young. He's a rookie. First year. He, he has some potential. He's there. He 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 can get there, and, and he can take the Bears. And who knows where? Um, but in the end, it, you know, his youth and inexperience—it showed. And, and of course, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, did what he always does. Now, they call him the gate. I don't think he's a gate. <laughs> but he did what he always does, man. He he pulled the he pulled the Packers together and they came out in that second half and they were they 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 went and got it. They just did. They just did. So yeah the Bears lost final score was forty to thirty five I believe. Ah uh, man, we we were leading. Like I said, that first half and going into halftime, we were leading. But in that second half, they came out. The Packers came back out, and they were wow. That, hey, it, it is what it is. It, it was a good game. I still say it was a good game. And the Bears did fight back. You know, hey, they they they, they did, but they just couldn't pull it off. Aaron Rodgers and company, the gate was just too much for them. It appears. Well, at least I know my oldest son is happy. He's a Packers fan. Don't ask me how that happened. <laughs> Don't ask me how that would happen. I'll I, i, I I'll never be able to explain that one. But yeah, he's a Packer, Packers fan. And he's always calling, Aaron uh, Rodgers, what are you talking about? That's the goat. Ah, he ain't no gate. <laughs> he ain't. <laughs> all right, let's move on here. Uh, I'm sure by now we've all heard about those, uh, or, or, or that tornado that tore through Six States Friday. From Tennessee to Missouri, Mississippi, Illinois, Arkansas, and Kentucky. The heartland of America. Man, that thing came through and it just destroyed the western part of Kentucky. Man, some of those small towns, it leveled. It literally leveled them. Um, so, I mean, the houses and businesses that were once standing are not there anymore. So I, I, if I could say anything to you, and I'll come back tomorrow night. Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow night, and I'll talk to you guys some more about that. But pray for those people in, in this part of the country. I mean, they lost, lives were lost. Husbands, wives, fathers, grandfathers, I believe some children were, were, were also lost, when you, if I if I could say anything, when you hit your knees and you pray, I don't think it's selfish to acknowledge and thank the good Lord that you weren't there, but pray for those uh, those impacted by it, man. Because that that tornado, looking at the you know the, the the coverage of it and how it just came through, like I said, it leveled some little towns and communities, neighborhoods looked like a war zone. And and that tornado, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I believe they're saying that particular cell yeah, it went through all of those states. Our top speed winds was 150 to 155 in some places, and you could tell by the destruction it left. So pray for those folks out there in, in, in the heartland of America because they need it. They need your prayer. And and I'm pretty sure I rest assuredly when I say. Um, they are strong-willed, and they will rebuild. They just will, pray for them. All right, let's go get it. All right, I'm not going to keep you guys too long tonight, and I just want to say before I go into this, this, uh, this story, this will probably be my last time talking about this subject. It just will. It's going to be my last time. I've decided even while I was getting preparing for it for it I decided I said to myself you know this needs to be the last time I talk about this because this is uh, this is just ridiculous and, and that's part of the problem there's too many people talking and nobody's uh there's no action I mean it, it, it just is now last week uh, the Durham Police Department, Released their quarterly crime statistics to the uh, city council, and uh, I believe it was the city council or either the board of county commissioners. They went public with their quarterly crime stats, which was no surprise. I got to be honest with you, if you're staying in the city of Durham or you're in a nearby neighboring town, you can you could you pretty much already gathered when you heard that they were releasing it what what it, what it was going to say. Uh, you, you don't have to be an Einstein to figure this one out here, folks. You just don't. <laughs> I'm not making light of it. I'm being honest. You just don't have to be an Einstein to figure out what Durham's quarterly crime statistics are. Now, uh, of course, the police chief, she went before the, the Durham City Council. Uh, fatal shootings doubled in opposition, uh, in, in comparison to last year. They were up 50%. So far this year, it has broke, Durham has broken uh, its own record. Like Two hundred people have been shot so far this year. Aggravated assaults are up. Robbery is up. Sexual assaults are up. And also, eighty-three open positions, sworn and non-sworn, are open in the police department. Vacancies, eighty-three of them. Now the news. The, the the new mayor also uh, chimed in. She held a, a press conference also. And she asked the citizens about. Uh, she said she wanted to do a survey and ask the citizens about, you know, the affordable housing and and, and, and issues like that. And, and also came out and said she was going to come up with a survey to, to, to so citizens could go online and, and fill out this survey and, and state their claim. Let her and the, and the rest of the elected officials know what their, their problems were. Crime. As it relates to crime, affordable housing, education, jobs—you uh, just run the gamut. Yeah. Uh, in relation to those, those shootings here in Durham, um, of course we all—the most recent is, uh, of course, the, the, the shooting at South Point Mall that left three shot on Black Friday remember that and was uh, crazy as it sounds last week again in another attempted robbery or fight at the mall um, there was a gun stolen and some money they had a fight, squabble however you call it, a tournament in the food court someone's gun got taken and the money got stolen but however this morning this morning at 3am to be exact Six juveniles were shot. Two are dead. Of uh, the uh, of the two, they said that one was 19, and they haven't released the age or identity of any of them. But they haven't released the they didn't release the age of the other one. He may have been eight. Uh, he or she may have been 18 years old. And there were four others that were shot also. One is in serious condition. Uh, of the four, of the four that. Um, were taken to the hospital. Two were middle school students out at 3 a.m. in the morning. Apparently, the, the vehicle they were, were riding in got shot up, and and, and that uh, vehicle then hit a, a, a utility pole. And, and, you know, the the, the neighbors said that, they, the residents, I should say, said that they heard the screaming and, and shouting, people screaming for help. At 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 a.m., at 3 a.m. in the morning, six people were shot. One dead. Two dead, I'm sorry. Two dead. And for the other four, they were, well, of the four, three were female and one was a male. And two out of that, two of those were middle school 3 o'clock in the morning, they're out. What in the world? Sweet Jesus come in right now. (laughs) I got to be honest with you. When I heard that, when I woke up this morning on my way to work, uh, I was floored. I just was. I was disgusted. It's a better term. I was disgusted. To think that kids would be out at 3 o'clock in the morning and whatever activity or activities... They were involved in. They ended up getting shot. Two dead, four at the hospital. One is in critical condition. Why? What in the world is going on here? Now, of course, uh, later on, later, this, later that afternoon, uh, later in the afternoon, the police chief, the mayor, the sheriff, city council members, county commissioners. They all got together and they held a press conference where they denounced the the, the gun violence in Durham once again, and the newly elected mayor, former judge, uh, she she gave a plea for the community to get the, the community to get involved. She said that she wanted uh, the community members of the community to uh, donate or or or. or volunteer as uh, mentors, five hours a week for two years. That's her way of of, of helping uh, in in this gun violence. Not saying it's a bad idea, it is a good idea. It's a great idea, should have been done a long time ago, if you ask me, it it just should have. It should have been done a long time ago, that, that people should have been getting involved long before this and these other incidents that we're having. Now, when I say the police chief, she's she's fairly, she's new. She's only been on the job a few months. She's new. She was a former uh, police officer here in Durham, but she left and she went, ended up at, in Cary as a police chief. Now, the newly elected mayor, the sheriff, the city council members, and the county commissioners. These were the same ones who were adamant, adamant about defunding the police. Now all of a sudden, you see that you need them, which is what a lot of... It's common sense to me. It just is. Like I said before, it doesn't make sense to defund the police here in Durham. I'm not talking about across the country not that I don't care about what's happening on across the country, but to defund the police to the point that we're in the position that we are in now with 83 vacancies in that department. And for you and other members of the government that were elected by the people to say that you're going to push forward now with an agenda of, of these unarmed crisis intervention specialists So you took the positions out of the police department for all of those uh, uh, police officers that didn't just flat out quit. Because a lot of police officers here in Durham, they did quit. They walked away. They said, there's no way in the world. You're, 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 You're taking funds out. You're taking money out. You're taking programs out that we need in order to not only fight crime, but stay safe ourselves. You're taking that away. And not only that, you're not going to give us a pay increase because Durham police officers, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they are one of the lowest paid in the state. Now, if you're saying to yourself, well, what does that have to do with anything? Durham is not a big city, but it's a city that has a huge problem with violence, period. Period. But for you to defund the police to the point where those officers that were there, that had been there, they weren't rookies. They've been there a while. For them to say to themselves, uh, it ain't worth it. Not going to risk my life. Not going to risk my career. for uh, Because of some elected official. And they're now, and, 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 and I've said this before about that defund nonsense. It's a national social change that is going on and about. That's all it was. Because there's no way in the world you could convince me that defunding the police was the right thing to do. And now it's showing. Because when you need more boots on the ground, you don't have them. They aren't there. Now you want to start screaming for the community to get involved. That's probably what you should have did from the start, telling the community to get involved with the police. Now, I'm not saying that that the police are are, are all this and that. and They're good and gravy. Do you have butthole police officers? Sure you do. You have heads in any profession. But that should have been the mindset from the start. Instead of defunding, you should have said, hey, let's get the community involved. Let's get the citizens involved. Let's get the parents involved. Hell, let's get the kids involved. Let's, let's hear their input. Now, after all of these shootings and all of these tragic events, now you come up with the bright idea put a light bulb went off above your head you know like those old cartoon shows came on and you said hey let's get the community involved I, 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 I'm honestly not trying to sound uh, uh, hateful or, 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 or being snug here but I say I'm not saying it's too little too late but this should have been done a long time ago. There's no way in the world you could convince me that the police should have been defunded to the point that it is here now in Durham. These crime statistics, these shootings, these robberies, these aggravated assaults or whatever, or what have you, didn't just happen overnight because you defunded the police. This has been going on for a while. And the community, certain members of the community have been going to those city council meetings and county board of commissioners meeting forcing their outrage and you completely and utterly ignore them even the old ones before now you see there's a problem it's not a problem it's a catastrophe it's all out catastrophe that at 3 o'clock in the morning kids are riding around and end up getting shot killed critically injured. Can't even go to the mall. <laughs> Can't even go to the mall, the shop. Who's in there trying to rob somebody that's trying to work and make a living. And, and <laughs> I would ask, when will it stop? But what's the good in that? It'll stop when it stops. It'll stop when the community gets involved. Like I said before, there's no need to go to these politicians. There's no need to go to these police officers. That's not their job. It's community's job. It's parents' jobs. It's neighbors' jobs. It just is. It is a community problem that needs to be dealt with because as it we all know by now, it's been left up to the politicians and the police to handle, and they haven't done a uh, too well of a job, especially politicians. Hell, the politicians knew that crime was up. They Maybe they figured that it was contained to a certain part of town, a certain community, and, and defunding wouldn't be that bad. Well, look here, look what we have now. Not saying that the whole problem with these gun violence is due to the defunding, but with, you have a, a rise in gun violence and shootings and homicides, and you don't have enough boots on the ground kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Kind of feels that way, doesn't it? I wonder what those that were on that bandwagon, because that's what it was, a social bandwagon to defund, I wonder what they think now. wonder how you feel now. Still want to defund? Wasn't a good idea, was it? No, it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. hell, I do that when you, the mess started. Defund, defund the police. Where? Here? Are you serious? And dur? Defund the police. I hmm. think a lot of you. <laughs> this social, this social uh, norm, or, or changing of the status quo, or getting rid of the bad, bringing in the good. This is no, 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 no. Defunding the police mate sense and makes no sense I don't think it makes sense anywhere I just don't I'm not saying that that there aren't some like I said some bad cops police officers out there I'd be a fool to to, to say that but you still got people committing crimes You, you, you still have victims of these crimes you still have people that stay in these neighborhoods that are in fear of their life it sounds crazy but they're in fear of their life Every day, all day. This is Durham. This isn't South Central. This isn't Chicago. Why would you? Def- Why would you uh, try to defund the police? What was the rationale or reasoning behind that? Jumping on that social norm, that social bandwagon. Everybody else doing it. Let's do it too. Now look what we are. Three o'clock in the morning, six people shop. Two fatally. I, I, I just don't understand it. And, and, and for those juveniles, many may say, well, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't ask that. But why are two middle schoolers, middle school is what from, uh, what What does middle school start at? 12, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, depending on how your, your birthday falls Why are you out at 3 o'clock in the morning on a school night? Many may say, don't focus on that. I got to focus on that. That makes no sense. What about the parents? Where were you at? Well, I I would gather, dare I say. Their response probably would be, I I lost control. How do you lose control of your child like that? To the point your child is out at 3 o'clock in in the morning. Like They're out partying like rock stars. Three o'clock in the morning? Middle school is out on school night? In the wee hours of the morning? Are you serious? Yeah, you have lost control. You lost total control. Hell, that child's raising itself or their selves. The foolishness that is accepted in this society now is just that foolishness. Nothing about this makes any sense. Nothing about what happened last night, night makes any sense. You can throw all your little social ill theories out the window. That last night and that what continues to happen in this city and around this country as it relates to gun violence is ignorance. Short and simple. There's no social ill that you can convince me of or lack of, uh, of, of equity that you could convince me that causes you to pick up a gun and start shooting or ride around and get caught in, in, in something like this at 3 o'clock in the morning. I, I'm not going to dabble uh, dabble in that of what they were doing out or, how they were, or what they were doing when they were out at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, <laughs> like my mama used to tell me, if you're out past 12 o'clock, you're up to no good. And yeah, <laughs> I was out there wilding out. I was out there past 12 o'clock. I was up to no good. I'm going to tell you, hey, I just was. (laughs) I was up to no good whatsoever. What in the world can you do at at, at the 12 in the morning? Fool around. Get in some trouble. Start some trouble. Watch some trouble. Just trouble. So, yeah, the mindset or the theory of what they were doing out there... I, 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 heaven only knows heaven only knows but for those kids that, that the kids that were in that are in um, uh, 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 middle school there's no way in the world you could convince me they should have been out there at 3 o'clock in the morning I don't want to hear any social ill uh, uh, any little social theory uh, of inequity and, and and how they have the woes me no 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 uh, you as a parent you as a parent, not a friend, not a cool mom or a cool dad. You as a parent allows your child to be out at three o'clock in the morning. Foolishness. It's part of that foolishness I'm talking about, and you can keep that theory and mindset of the of the of the, of the equity. Uh, inequity in of, of 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 the black community and the kids not ha- having this to do, not having that or, or, or whatever or what have you. You can keep all of that. You can ball it up in a nice pretty little ball and you know what you can do with that after you finish that. Because that's nonsense. That's ignorance. There's no way in the world you could ever convince me that how bad it gets socially for you and me as black Americans that this is the end result and this should be accepted and understood there's no understanding and ignorance that's just me that's just me I'm always out alone on on a limb by myself anyway and I'll gladly take that that's just me that's nonsense that's foolishness I know everyone has a hard go at it in life. I get that, got that, understand that wholeheartedly. I myself, hey, every day, you know, I struggle like everyone else. I have problems and woes just like everyone else. But there there are certain things and certain boundaries that you're supposed to set for yourself as an individual being that you're supposed to hold yourself up to. Forget what's socially accepted. Forget what some politician tells you around election time, what are you, you, the individual, doing and allowing in your life? And then it transfers out into society. We're seeing the result of that. We're living in the community with the result of that. Mindset of nonsense. Or the woes is me. I'm black. I'm poor. That's no excuse for me. I know many people that are in worse shape than me that that they ain't doing this foolishness because they're black and poor, or they don't have an education, or they're, they're economically strapped. I know a lot of people like that. This is you, the individual person, and the decisions and choices you made as an adult and a parent, and now it's transferring to your kids. Simple and plain, it's transferring to your kids because your kids are out doing the same thing don't mean to sound like I'm turning my nose up at somebody or talking down to them but some things are just certain are just blatantly obvious and we're seeing the end result of it with the well we're, 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 this isn't the end result we're, we're we're seeing the result of that mindset with these kids again three o'clock in the morning you're a middle schooler and you're out doing what getting shot at one is in critical condition. I don't know if that was one of the middle schoolers or not, because I, I, details are, start, are still coming. Are still coming. They're, they're really not. The police officers are, aren't really forthcoming with too much information, rightfully so. It's, a, it's an open, active investigation. They don't want to reveal too much. But they have said that it wasn't an isolated incident, so it was intended. It was an intended shooting. Wasn't isolated. Didn't just happen by mistake or happen stats. It was intended. Like I said, there's no excuse you can give me for that. There, there just isn't. Not at 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 a.m., when everybody's asleep. Folks are asleep. Some have to go to school. Some have to go to work. Apparently, they weren't. Maybe they were just gonna ride around all night and all morning and then hop on the school bus and go to school. Maybe. Clearly, clearly, uh we 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 are at a point in time in this city that we have got to make some drastic changes and we gotta make them quick. We just do. I mentioned earlier this isn't uh Chicago, this isn't South Central. Well, Just like Chicago and South Central at one point in time, they weren't that crazy like they are now. And over time, just allowing things to just float on by, it happened. It just happened. Prayers for those that survived. Prayers for for those that passed also. Maybe they clearly didn't understand what what they were getting involved in or maybe they just didn't think that far ahead well that's all for me tonight and i want to thank you all for lending me your ears continue to like support share offer feedback anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response and i would love to hear your voice so offer feedback you can also make monetary contributions continue to follow and listen on anchor spotify google podcast breaker overcast Pocket Cast, radio public verbal and Wordpress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.